Yellow. <laughs> Howdy. Hi. We're still learning how to say hi. <laughs> okay, no that's it. That's it. funny because yeah, they would. Welcome back, <clears throat> episode thirteen. This is a great topic because what? Jules wants to kill me because we don't know how to start every episode, and we just started with yellow, yellow. <laughs> and. Hi, guys. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I don't know why it's yeah. hard to do, but. <clears throat> so regardless, we're, we're you back. know, we're back and we're trying to figure out how to, so it's probably something that we should have figured out 12, 13 episodes ago. Yeah. Well, we don't want it to sound like forced and we also just want it to be like, we're talk, having a conversation. Yeah, totally. Whatever. I don't know. We'll figure it out. If you're new hello welcome we're so happy that you're here we love that for you we love that for you we love that for us <laughs> yeah love um, that for us for sure <laughs> <laughs> i am vivian this is my voice i am jules okay. oh i'm gonna yeah. interrupt you every single time <laughs> we're giggling okay uh, okay. I'm so excited for today's episode. Me too. We're going to talk about relationship advice, and it does include friendship advice as well. And uh, I mean, we'll get into it, but you know, just a little forewarning: we are not experts. We're just two girls that are trying to figure it out ourselves. Yeah. And two different perspectives. Yeah, our probably. Thoughts. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We've been getting a lot of people that I feel like I've asked for this, so yeah, it's just it's a good time. I love giving advice. I also love listening and I don't know. I'm interested. I haven't really gone through them because I want I want the advice to come from like right off yeah. the bat, you know, and not like uh, go back and forth. But yeah, yeah. we're also going to have a little special guest on for oh, a few minutes in the be beginning. Fun. We're going to have my fiance Pat join us so he can give his thoughts on some of the entries that you guys have wrote in. For yeah. us so that we can answer and kind of get like a man perspective too because I think that's different. Yeah, and, and we didn't read anything to him yeah. and we kind of want that like initial response, you Just know, kind of like I feel thought. like, yeah, I feel like men are super black and white or mm-hmm. at least they appear to be. So I'm excited to see, you know, what his answers are right yeah. away. So yeah. yeah. But before we get into that, we have a couple uh, first make the first move stories. So if you've been with us on Instagram and have heard um, an episode before, I forget what episode it was that we started sharing them. How that came up, I forget. Oh, I know it was the one of the persevering and and the letdowns. Oh, right. But we shared basically we shared uh, these stories because Jules made the first move with Pat and she slid into his DMs and it's kind of started this whole entire wave of sharing stories of you as listeners and, um, you know, followers of Love That For You sharing your stories of how you have made the first move and it's encouraged other women to make the first move and just go for it because honestly, what the hell do you have to lose at the end of it? So we have just a couple stories. You can also find them on Instagram and yeah. Yeah, if you've been DMing, I've been saving. I have like a little highlight on my Instagram. That's just, I don't know, it's called like the first move something. Okay. Women making the first move. I don't know. So I'll just read a few here. Um, This one says, I love you and your style. Also love the podcast. I was listening to this week's episode and loved the stories about women making the first move. I got dragged out one night by a couple friends, a couple girlfriends, when I was not in the mood to go out, but they were persistent. So I went. While we were out, I noticed one guy in particular I decided, screw it, I'm out, I might as well make the most of it. I introduced myself and offered him my number. Almost seven years later, we were still together. So ladies, make the first move and don't be afraid to step outside of your comfort zone. Oh my god! (laughs) I think it's funny that she was like, 
Like that happens, you know, when you like don't want to go out or you don't yeah. want to do something and it ends up being the best night of your life when you do. Well, that's because you have absolutely zero expectations for the night. And those are always the best nights when yeah. you go out and you're like, oh, this is going to be so shitty. And you know what? Sometimes those nights are really yeah. shitty, but they can also be the best nights. Yeah. Like I've had experiences yeah, where too. you just go out with absolutely no expectations. You're like, I'm not going to see anyone. I'm not going to meet anyone. It's going to be miserable. The music is going to be miserable. And yeah. then next I thing you know. I look bad, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then it's like the best night ever. You have the most fun. Yeah. So that's so awesome. Cool. Good for her for just being like, screw it. What do I have to lose? And here you go. Seven years later. Love it. This is a short one. This one just says, I walked straight up to my ex-boyfriend and started speaking to him and we exchanged numbers right then. We dated for seven years after that. Very grateful for all seven. Huge fan of having the courage to pursue. I guess they're not together anymore. I guess but they're still not together. Win. Wow, I mean, good yeah. for her for looking back and like yeah. cherishing the seven years. Seven exactly. years is a long That's ass a time. Long time. Wow. Yeah. All right, I'll do one more. That's awesome. Good for her. Happy, happy that she has a positive outlook of that relationship. Yeah. Love you, ladies. Obsessed with you both so much. My boyfriend now is the younger brother of my best friend's boyfriend. Haha. <laughs> He's one and a half years younger than me. We hung out a couple times, and one night butterflies hit me so hard I was. Ooh dropping him off when he texts when i texted him to come back out and kissed him <gasps> almost a year later and we live together now and getting a puppy tomorrow happiest oh i've ever been god so cute so, wow um, that's a great yeah. story i love that butterflies hit and she just went after it and now they're getting a puppy a puppy <laughs> i hope it's a great dane <laughs> i love that she texted him to come back out i feel like that's like a notebook or yeah. you know kind of like yeah she's like i'm gonna do get it. back here yeah Yep, in that voice too. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what kind of voice that was. All right, so ladies, make the first move. I mean, yeah. we're in quarantine, so uh, you're not making any sort of moves, but... No, but, but on ooh. a side note, ooh. one of my best friends um, told me that she... Well, her, first, she is going on like... Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> she's going on like uh, Hinge still yeah. and is going on FaceTime dates yeah. and has done two with one of... she said two facetime dates with the same guy and said that it actually is so like calming and cool because she feels like she doesn't have to like is no pressure yeah that's so true though i never and then she told me about her friend who has been had did the same thing i don't know why i can't talk i don't know either (laughs) she did the same thing and now they're like making a plan to see each other i don't know from six feet apart well they're trust starting to trust each other and they're like yeah, yeah now we want to see each other so they're yeah. gonna make a plan to do it and then after two weeks six yeah, feet apart. yeah yeah okay psycho <laughs> no that's exciting so, yeah it's just cool like yeah. you could still date yeah you, like, still, you can date. still try yeah mm-hmm. it's not like you know yep so all right let's get into oh i'm excited some of these. yes all right so we're gonna bring in pj pjo Oh, you look nice and spiffy. Say Did you get everyone. dressed up for this? Just showered and cleaned myself up. Wow. <laughs> I thought it was going to be on video. He's so nervous. No. <laughs> He's a little nervous. So we have PJO here, Pat, which is Jules' fiance. We had already mentioned that, but just in case, a little clarity, um, clarification. So we have a couple DMs that we received that we thought it would be best to kind of get a man's perspective. And he's just, been in a relationship for five years. He's been in and probably and more, multiple before. Yeah, sorry, you're not the only person. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Kidding. But yeah, just to like quick, you know, answers and kind of just, you know, because we overthink. Yeah. I mean, and some of us don't, obviously. We have a perspective like, that's very different. 
Yeah, we're wired differently. And yeah. so this is just a little fun game that we're going to play fun. of let's that? see. Fun. I love fun. Okay. And let's just see what, uh, yeah, what, what All right, said. so I'll start. These are just ones that I want you to give your immediate opinion, reaction, thought. Okay. All right. So the first one um, says, truthfully, advice on healing from a decade long on again, off again relationship. That's tough. I mean, I think uh, on one of the other podcasts I did with you, we talked about like how to move on from hard relationships. And yeah, like, a, you know, 10 years, that's a really long time. I mean, for me, that's a third of my life. For you, yeah. that's even more than that. It's a long thing. But it really comes with like confidence in yourself to know that you're going to be okay with or without that person. Yeah, mm. it feels good being with them. Preach. But you also need to understand that like you're gonna be okay it comes with like a little bit of confidence like have a little bit of ego like mm -hmm. know your self-worth and yes. you'll be able to move on and you know it's it's really hard and you know in other relationships and even when julie and i almost broke up like i had to make the decision i'm cutting off communication i'm cutting off yeah. thoughts about this person i'm cutting off you know texting them when i'm drunk i'm cutting mm -hmm. off texting them when i know we're both home like You've got to make the decision. And then when you make the decision, you've got to act on it and stick to it. Yeah, I 100% agree. I mean, from my past relationship, I decided that is it. I'm leaving. I'm walking out the door. And not once have I ever. It's been three and a half years, yeah. not one or four years. I don't even know. That's a good thing that I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, I think not the other once thing any is communication. Like, there's a reason it's on and off for 10 years. Yeah. Which you have to look well, at that. Was it on and off for 10 years? Yeah, it says healing from a decade long off long on again off again oh, okay yeah so like there's a reason that it wasn't right exactly for more than however long it also makes me think of uh i think it's a, a song lyric by the fray Ooh, it may be mumford and go. sons it's one of the two <laughs> but and i think about this for relationships like healing but also for a lot of things in life and the, the lyric is sometimes the hardest thing and the right thing are the same thing like you Wait, know i have to i have to hold on i have to think about that what is it sometimes the hardest thing the hardest and thing. And the right thing. And the right thing. Are the same thing. Are the same thing. Like, Damn. you know, it's tough. Hitting us with the quotes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like a one of those lyrics that's, I oh, not always, but often think about. Like, that's one that like yeah. sits in my head as like, you know, what we're going through right now with our relationship is hard, but it's right. Yeah. You know, that doesn't mean like, and sometimes after, you know, if you're with somebody for 10 years and you get home and you want to see them that's yeah. easy yeah so you take the easy way mm. it's hard but you know it's right in the long run yeah appreciate it this one's kind of similar okay so the next one is i love my boyfriend but don't know if i'm in love with him anymore which is just true eek uh-oh another hard one so everybody thinks the way i think of this is everybody thinks of relationships as between you and another person and I actually think the hardest part about relationships is between you and yourself. Ooh. Like whoever this DM is from, like just just hold on, I need to make a sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> just let us all okay. burn. You know, that is something that I'm not, not sure. Not in to, love. Yeah. I mean, the the hard part of relationships or one of the harder parts is yeah, it's how you come to grips with everything yourself. And you it's going to create emotions and different things that you yourself have to deal with. And I think that's probably a common 
feeling that a lot of people have. Like that's not a, a groundbreaking or, a, mm. you know, a, a lot of people have to come to terms. And with the fact that people fall out of love. Well, that you fall in and out of love and that you don't always know what love feels like. Oh, like, I think everybody... that is so... I'm going to stop you right there because I think that like everyone thinks that they like see what love is supposed to be like from movies and other relationships and social media. But like who the hell knows? Like love is different for absolutely everyone. Like, in know? every relationship. In every relationship it's for everyone different. personally, for everyone. Yeah. Like when the other thing is we were saying yesterday, like when you admit that, like yeah. she's admitting it, that she doesn't have that same feeling, which is like the hardest part yeah so my question to to her if she's listening which i hope she is is like are you just with this person because of comfort because it's it's your normal it's your shadow that you've been with you know like are you settling because you think that like you might not find someone right. else or or has you know. it been a certain amount of time that you just feel like this is then like the person that I'm supposed to be with because I've spent all this time or you know like I don't know how old this person is but like maybe they're moving into their 30s and like oh, okay well you know life can just keep going and this person like is great and so you know I don't know there are so many different factors but I feel like the fact that she just wrote it is almost admitting that this isn't, you know, the kind of love that she wants to have or the love that she thinks will last for her whole life if she's having these doubts or like thinking it. Yeah. Right. Agreed. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I also think that there's a level of like you can, I think, test whether or not you're in love by like you've got to. OK, I'm not sure I'm in love with Julia. How do I figure out if I'm in love or not. Yeah. And just going about things normally mm. is not going to give you the answer you're looking for. You've got to, you know, maybe have a hard conversation. That's a love expert. Yeah. <laughs> have a hard I conversation. I always laugh when people ask me like relationship advice and I'm like, I've had way more relationships <laughs> fail than I've had succeed. I've had one succeed. The other well, ones weren't bad, but they yeah. all ended in not failures, but in. <laughs> yeah, just not <laughs> success. But hey, you learn either way. Yeah. Through failed or through successful relationships. I interrupted you. What were you saying? Just about finding ways to test whether or not you're in love, right? Like having a hard conversation can bring out things that, you know, aren't surface level that are deep. Mm. Finding ways to, you know, maybe take a, a short trip. Hey, let's get away. Let's mm. go do this. Let's have two days where it's only us without our phones. Let's see if we have that connection. Maybe it's mm -hmm. something intimate. Maybe it's you guys need a night to laugh together. Maybe you need, maybe you do need heartbreak. You go, you break up for a little bit and throughout that whole time you realize, wow, I actually do want this person. Mm -hmm. I am in love with them. Mm -hmm. It took heartbreak for me mm -hmm. to realize that that's the truth. Which could be. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hopefully that helps. Let's Infidelity. Break up. Yeah. There's like End zero it. tolerance. Yeah. I always say it's zero tolerance, but that doesn't mean it can't come back together in the long run. Yeah, I agree. Oh, really? I think it's also depending on like, <laughs> I, I also know. think like, what if you've been married for 30 years? Yeah. And then like something happens. Well, I think that that it. person who was not truthful and loyal needs to want to change themselves. Like they're all very like circumstantial. Exactly. Like if I am begging someone to like, you know, just be, be truthful, like tell me you know, the things, tell me where you're going, you know, just like be open. And if they're not willing to, then like, 
I'm never going to change that person. And then mm. I'm going to have to just like deal with the consequences because I'm choosing then to be with that person who just is not going to want to change. I don't know. I think that's really hard though. Yeah. Like what do you do okay. after 30 years? I don't know. Yeah. This one says, it doesn't feel like I'm a priority in my boyfriend's life. He's always working. I don't feel like I'm a priority in my boyfriend's life. He's always working. Yeah. Honestly, uh, <laughs> Pat's I, like, I don't feel like I'm a priority uh, in yeah, Jules's he's life. Like, She's always working. <laughs> She's always. I'm like number six or seven. <laughs> um, truthfully, that's probably, I mean, it, your intuition of feeling that way could be honest. It could be real. It could yeah. be true. You maybe aren't his priority. Yeah. Um, you know, depending on the stage of your relationship, the stage of your lives, like, it's not uncommon for a man or woman to prioritize things ahead of their relationship. Well, I feel like that's how we kind of did things in the beginning, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's certainly early on when we were doing long distance, it was, all right, I'm going to pursue my career and you were going to pursue your career. And we knew that we were prioritizing careers in, in before our relationship. And if we were going to prioritize our relationship, that would have meant we were going to both change our careers, move somewhere so we could mm -hmm. actually be together. But the only way that you can come to terms and understand that is with honest and open conversation. And it comes with trusting that whatever your boyfriend says, if he says, you know, yeah, you're right, you're not the priority, like that's him being honest. Yeah. But you also need to be able to accept that. Because he is being honest and being truthful. Or to take yourself out of the relationship because that's not something that you're looking for at the moment. You know, like if you want to be that priority in someone's life and your boyfriend, you have to thank him for being honest because I think that that's, mm -hmm. you can't condemn someone for being honest. Yeah, I think right? basically you just have yeah. to be on the same page. Yeah, you just have to be open. Get but, on the same page. But if, if, that, if you're on two different pages and if you're looking to, you know, marry someone and be in a relationship where you both put your each other first and this person is not giving you that yeah. then it's for you to up and leave or you stay with them but know that you're not priority and then you can't like be your full self or yeah or resent yeah. them when they're not putting yeah. you first would you agree yeah yeah <laughs> i feel like you're looking at me like i do not agree with anything <laughs> you say no, I okay i have one more good one for you and then you can leave communicating effectively in an argument instead of getting heated mostly me Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. We don't ever like argue hardcore and we're good at communicating. Sometimes we're good at communicating. <laughs> I don't know if the DM or the question is about how to communicate effectively or. She's asking for advice, I think, on how to communicate. Yeah. And not and not be heated. Yeah. I think the first step is understanding that generally being heated is not going to benefit anything. Like yeah. there is step one. Like make the decision right now. Next time you have an argument or a disagreement, know that if you start to get heated, it's not going to make things better. In right. fact, it'll probably make things worse. And like to almost verbally say like, okay, I feel myself like being so like almost like an out of body experience. You know, when you're so mad that you just feel like not even you yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and just like knowing that feeling that's like coming up and just almost taking yourself out of the game for like 10 minutes and like, and then knowing that when you go back, like, you know, you have a little bit of, mo of a more clear mind. Yeah. I mean, 
I know a lot of couples take different approaches to arguments and disagreements. One thing I always think about uh, when I was young growing up, and I have four brothers, my younger brother, we used to always fight, like physically fight. And, you know, we're like two years apart. So I was five and seven or nine. And so whatever, we'd always physically fight. So we'd start fighting and my mom would set a rule. We weren't allowed to start fighting until we went to opposite corners put our hands together and bowed to each other. <laughs> but what that did was it separated us. Yeah. It made us both step back, take a bow. Physically. And then we would start fighting and it would yeah. be more of a joke yeah. at this point. It like right. took the anger, it took the aggression out of it. Right. And like, I, I think in, you know, relationship conversations, arguments, disagreements, you can do the same thing. If things are escalating, somebody has to say, look, I feel things are escalating. Let's each take a two-minute walk. We'll come back, clear our heads, and mm -hmm. think about it. Yeah. Like talk like human beings yeah. so you can get something done and be productive. You also have to figure out like what your way of communication is. You know, like if if you're not so verbal or if like speaking with your actual words, like your mouth physically gets you even more riled up, like maybe you have to sit down and just write them out. Yeah. And then maybe you have to read that piece of paper. Yeah. Right. You know, so, so something that, you know that like grounds you exactly. Yeah. And like your emotions are being, you know, expelled yeah. like onto that piece of paper. Um, but yeah, I always think like, especially, I mean, I, I haven't been in a relationship in a little bit of time now, but like even like my brother, when him and I argue and it's not often but like sometimes i'm like oh my god i could literally cuss you out i could strangle your neck right now like you're so effing annoying yeah and i and i feel that coming out and so i do the opposite i'm like okay alex yep like yeah. just give me five minutes because i'm about to blow my brains out and i just need this time to like yeah calm down before I even say anything, because I know anything that I say is not going to be, be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's okay if your boyfriend hangs out alone with other girls? E PJO. How does it like, feel when your boyfriend hangs out with other girls? <laughs> or the, or vice versa? Girlfriends hang, your girlfriend's hanging out with other boys alone. I mean, I, I wouldn't be okay with it. I think I it depends. Think so. I mean, yeah, I think it depends. But obviously, if she's... If you're concerned. If she's concerned, it's like not, uh, it's not like the genuine like friendships that, you know, you see. It's like someone that you're concerned about for probably other reasons. I also think it depends how like old and mature you are. Yeah. You don't need me to answer that one. What? No, you guys got it. You no, and, but what would it well, be on? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on what the DM means by hanging out alone with like, like, yeah, I wouldn't want to have a significant other that's always just going on one-on-one -on -one, let's go get dinner and drinks or right. let's go one-on-one -on -one, go to a movie and like or like even it, like over like to the basement and hang out like why are you hanging out in a basement yeah you know like i'm just yeah. trying to think of different ages but, and there are also i mean as we all mature like yeah i understand julia has guy friends i have girlfriends it's it's you know ha i i think of like what that person should do is ask their significant other and say, hey, look, you know, this bothers me. I don't want it to bother me. Can you at least help me out? I don't want to come between you and your relationship, but I also in you and your other relationship. But I also don't want that other relationship to come between us Yeah. because I'm going to be honest, it is making me a little jealous. It's not like yeah. I'm worried about you cheating on me, Yeah. but it, no. it does get in my mind and make me think. And that's when it's being detrimental to our relationship. Right. 
Yeah. I think that's so, yeah. It's having all about that trust though too. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is that like if this is, if she's writing it in already, it must be mm-hmm. concerned. And like, I know that feeling. I'm sure you know that feeling. Yeah. I'm sure you know that feeling, Pat. Like it just is that gut feeling that's like, oh, why? You yeah, know, like, and, yeah. Sometimes and you don't want to be, out. yeah, you don't want to be invasive. You don't want to be controlling. Yeah. You don't want to tell them like what they can and can't do. Yeah. But at the same time, you shouldn't sacrifice your own like, mental health and you know clarity to what just like let them go and then you're sitting in misery just because yeah you know it can all be avoided I think having that conversation and then I think when you have the conversation you can kind of see and face to face I think all these conversations should be FaceTime if you're not with the person um, or face to face so that you can see their reaction you can see their facial expressions you can see the way that they carry their body their body language um, and it kind of just like gives you either that like reassurance that Mm -hmm okay like things are okay or it just like makes that gut feeling even stronger right okay okay all right and i think the last like little tidbit of advice just in terms of all relationships is don't be afraid to like google look things up every question that has come through here you could google and find some sort of insight or advice on from professionals talk to people i think one thing that has really benefited in my uh, perspective on relationships and love and dating and marriage is I've been able to experience my older siblings all go through good, bad, loving, hating relationships. And now all, all six of my siblings are married and I have been able to talk to them my whole life about yeah. what makes relationships work, what makes them hard, what makes them you know, and, and there is no right answer to relationships. Everyone's yeah. going to be a little different. Everyone's going to be a little, you know, unique. <laughs> but there are ways, you know, to learn and get out and talk to other people about totally. it. Totally. Well, thank you, Pat. Right, PJ is out. Say so you love everyone and we love that for you. Bye. Love you all. Love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Pat just left. We just wanted him on here a little bit to yeah, get that his was, insight. I think that was helpful. That was great. I think, I mean, yeah, he definitely, he's so he's so funny. He's so cute. He like definitely put so much thought into his own answers. Yeah, I was yeah. hoping for like, da-da-da, yeah, da-da-da. He always, he's good. He's good <laughs> he's at so sweet. answering that. Um, but yeah, I think we touched upon a lot of really, really great points. I think communication is huge in any kind of really in friendships and yeah. relationships and you know parent sibling a parent sibling and sibling sibling relationships and parent children relationships like communication is just so key and you have to figure out how to communicate or yeah. how you communicate best but okay There's let's so go many. ahead yeah we should definitely try to just rapid fire some yeah okay okay this one question for you and jules would you ever take back a cheater why or why not has this happened to you before oh okay um i'll go first i was in a relationship my last relationship and uh yeah i took him back several times within the frame of the relationship we were together four years and uh he definitely did cheat and he apologized so like you know passionately apologized and i'm kind of one of those people that's like oh i'll like let me take your pain like i don't want to feel i don't want to see you in pain so like let me take care like yes 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 like everything is fine because i don't want to yeah i don't want to deal with that pain yeah yeah and so um yeah my number one mistake in that relationship was the first time that it happened infidelity or the cheating or whatever you want to call it um i didn't allow myself enough time to heal from that and so i did take him back but 
I can say from that first point on, we dated for three years after that. Um, my trust was never 100% the same. And yeah. was the relationship 100% different? Yeah, it was. Like, it definitely took some time to even get back to, like, a sort of normal, yeah. um, like, emotionally connected relationship just because I was always not 100% yeah. there with trust. So, and then did he keep cheating? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Cheating is never okay, um, but I always have – I just have so many perspectives of this situation because I yeah. feel like there are situations where people have cheated and maybe, you know, they've taken a lot of time off, yeah. years even, and then got back together and, like, their relationship was stronger. And I think, like, that's great. Yeah. Like, I don't think that it always means, like, that person is, like, scumbag for the rest of their life. Like, I yeah. just don't think that that defines who you are, but I think it depends how it's going. If you have a boyfriend who or girlfriend who's going out – and they're cheating on you multiple times and they don't care and blah, 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 then no. Yeah. But like there are mistakes and I do think people deserve second chances, but I think you have to really think about what situation is happening for you. Yeah. And how you feel. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, I had to get out of that relationship because I was not myself. Like, yeah, if you can't trust that person, it's right. not going to work. Exactly. And you cannot keep resenting that person. Like if you accept their apology and you move forward in that relationship, you cannot mm -hmm. then ask them and, you know, be uh, – suspicious about things yeah. like you, you have to go back to being fully right because then them. because then that's not fair to them but if i was going to answer this a hundred percent my honest and you might differ and this is why this podcast is great because <laughs> we have all different perspectives yeah. i would say me going forward after that relationship if someone does me wrong the first time goodbye yeah i know that i am a hundred percent happy living mm -hmm. my life by myself i would rather die alone than be with someone yeah. cheating on me so that is just my yeah. honest, truthful answer. I think also being in the relationship I'm in now, I we have so much trust for each other that I just can't imagine that happening. So it's easier for me to say, yeah, you know, like if that happened, I think it would be so different than if it ha it had happened to me in high school and it was just like, yeah, everyone was telling me what to do and blah blah. Right. blah and you also can't take the outside perspective yeah. of like all your friends well that's it's a thing hard. Yeah. i mean i was with i was with him for three years after and yeah. you know my friends are like well, what are you, what are you doing? doing but and also you have to figure it out for yourself so yeah, yeah i 100 percent agree with not taking in that outside but again me going forward my personal advice is nope get out yeah. this is a quick one okay the guy like has a girlfriend Mm. Like he has a girlfriend, so that's not your relationship or your territory to even enter. I'm sorry, it's not. Yeah. And you just, you have, there's more people out there. Listen, there are more people out there and I am so p passionate about like just keeping that respect for yourself, you know, like just don't do that. Do not even put yourself in the position to get into a messy situation. If he is meant for you that he will that relationship will end mm -hmm. you have to keep going on with your own life and what will happen for you that is yeah. meant for you will occur yeah that's a no for me it's a no for me as well oh this is this is a good one okay. mama's boy issues oh yikes. i've never been in a relationship like that before but i've had friends that have been in relationships that their girlfriends and their boyfriends have been such mama boys and it has affected their entire relationship I don't, yeah, I have, I personally have not been in relationships like that. And I'm not really sure that I know that pe my friends ha are in relationships like that. So I'm really sorry that I can't really talk yeah. on this. Um, uh, I don't know. You know, the thing is, though, is that that mom has to realize that they it's either. Like monster in law. 
It, yeah, it's, it's like, like monster-in-law. Like you that. Don't want that to happen. That mother, and and I'm talking about me. You know, if I ever have a son, I have to realize that I will lose my son if I don't right. accept whoever he whoever loves. Whoever they love, yeah. So I don't know, but like as that girlfriend. I think the thing is that make should make it easier is that if you have a good relationship with the boy yeah. and the guy, then that shouldn't, you both together should make sure that his mom isn't coming between you. Right, exactly. And deal with it together. And rather that's than, on communication. Yeah, yeah. You really need to, yeah, you really need to communicate to your partner you know how you feel and come at a at an angle where you're calm and you're you know just being honest and you're not kind of putting the mother down because right. you don't want to do that at the end of the day that's no, a mother but and if your boyfriend is also not allowing both of you to be in the, you know if he's taking yeah. his mom's side more that's another issue yeah so at the end of the day it's also your decision whether to be in that relationship or not and deal with that or not so yeah but I mean, it's hard. It's all these, all these things are easier said than done, but it comes with time. This one says, transitioning to long distance four years into the relationship, jobs in Boston and New York, SOS. I mean, I did it the totally opposite way. Yeah. So I almost feel like that's just so different. But I think if you're in a relationship for four years, people go through distance all the time. Like even when you're married, people yeah. have to do that. Like, I was just going to say, I know, um, I know this woman who... They've been married for like two years and then her husband got a job in Texas. Mm -hmm. So then he's been in Texas for like a year and she was finishing up law school right. in New York. So it just didn't make sense for her to go. Yeah. yeah. And they're married. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's all about, again, communicating and figuring out ways that you can build the relationship and make it strong and like, you know, do fun things that you're going to look forward to and just keep on communicating every day. Yeah. I think and also... A hundred percent this is doable. Like you've yeah. been dating for four years. You obviously love each other or whatever. Yeah. Boston, New York is not that far. No. It's far, yeah. but it's not that far. And like this is just not something you should, I think, ruin your relationship over because I don't – I think people always hate on distance. But like I did it for almost five years. If you want it, it'll be there and it'll happen. So it's just all about like how much you really love the person. Agreed. It is, it is definitely doable. And yeah, long distance sucks. Like yeah. there's no, there. I mean, there's no like sugarcoating that. It yeah. sucks and we feel you. Dating for a year and a half, but decided to sort of take a break right now slash doing friends with benefits. Any advice? Friends with benefits, like with that person. Like yeah. you're now friends with benefits. Right, exactly. Ooh. So what's the point of taking a break? Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess, yeah, we don't really the know pressure. the details of that. Yeah, maybe the pressure. Um or maybe just because of the situation. I don't know. She's asking for advice on what? Like if that's a good idea. Any advice? Yeah. I think that approaching this little dilemma, um, you kind of have to – are you both on the same page? My first my thought is you're asking for advice as in maybe you don't want to do that. Yeah. Maybe you don't want to be friends with benefits and you either don't want to be with that person or you want to be with that person and only that person. Yeah. So like – I don't know. I mean, either way, that's kind of messy. And again, it just comes down to communication. Like, I hate that I'm repeating that. But like, did you talk to this person? Are you both actually on the same page? Or was one person just agreeing to the other because, right. you know, you're nervous to kind of speak up? And if so, you have to do what you want to do. And if you want to be with that person and they only want to be friends with benefits, then right. I think that's 
probably and, means you shouldn't be together. And does friends with benefits mean that you're also getting with other people right. then? And are you okay with that? Right. I don't know. I mean, like, I, I don't mm. know. Sometimes I'm not okay with that. I don't and think, I've never done like a friends with benefits type yeah. of thing, you know, like for like a long period of time. Yeah. Especially with someone that you dated. Right. You because had feelings for yeah, that Yeah, those, that relationship is so strong or like those, you know, re- those feelings just don't disappear. So um, my, yeah, I think our advice would just be make sure you're on the same page. And if at any point you feel like, uh oh, you're getting mad for a reason that like you both just like, you know, in theory, the yeah. contract did not mention yeah. that, <laughs> you know, then you almost like don't have you ground don't to stand on. Yeah. yeah. So like if you guys maybe want to be together at some point, you don't want to ruin the relationship yeah. and like, you know, accidentally go hook up with someone else because you thought that was the rule. Like it's yeah. just messy. So it is messy. It's a it's a big gray area. Yeah. Friends with benefits is very messy. It's messy, but it's also like I think most people like a lot of people who aren't into like marriage or they just don't understand that like this is what they want because yeah. it's like natural. Yeah. So I understand the feeling of like wanting that because I think it's a more natural like human reaction. And it's it's like fun in theory, yeah. but then something always just yeah. goes wrong, no matter if it's like a month later yeah. or a couple months or a year later. Yeah. Oh, this one's good. Okay. How do I really know if a guy is into me? He has, he called me cute, but still hasn't asked me on a date. Mm, well, listen, you can figure it out by asking him on a date. Yep. If he says yes, then great. You're on a date and you can, you know, read the body, body language and figure it out. And if he Make says the no, then there you go. Or if he doesn't answer you and just ghosts you, then that's your answer. You know, take these situations into your own hands because that's, look yeah. at what we've already heard from you sharing mm-hmm. the make the first move. Pat would have never freaking yeah. talked to he you. He said that he was, he didn't know if he'd have the guts. Right. So a lot of people don't have the guts. Yeah. So, yeah, my number one advice, and I think, Jules, you would agree, is take, take it into it your own hands. hands. Ask him out if he don't says yes. anything. Yeah, don't expect anything. Know that all different possible outcomes are possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, don't don't sit around and wait because you're only going to drive yourself crazy. And what the and hell? What do you, you have know. to lose? Yeah. Yeah, even if it doesn't turn out how you want it. Right. How to not keep choosing emotionally unavailable men. Well, just don't like <laughs> God, like you can't get you can't get into situations that are already so messy. Like if that man is tr- like so confused with his own life and, you, you know, kind of not let it get too far tied into relationships with other women or, you know, I don't know, going through something, you have to just accept the fact that whatever is meant for you will will happen for you. Yeah, and you're not looking for an emotionally unavailable relationship, so don't right. even start that, it. Don't that person is there. not going to be able to give you what you want. And and yeah. if if you're like, well, yeah, I mean, like he can because he's like nice and like we hang out and this and that. Okay, great. But like face your enough. own. Yeah, look at yourself in the mirror and is that really what you want? And if it is, then you you really, again, you don't have ground to stand on because that is what you're asking for. Yeah. But the second that something switches and you're wanting more from someone who you knew in the beginning would not be able to give that to you, right? that's where the problem lies. Yeah. Right? Don't do it. Ugh, boys are annoying AF. Been stuck on the same one for over a year now. Girlfriend, you're the one allowing it. Yeah. 
if you've been well you've been stuck on the same one and obviously it's not a good one obviously it's not a good one if if you're saying boys are annoying af yeah. that's a general one but it's directed to yes. that boy yes so yeah i think overall trying to move on from somebody is everyone's big problem yeah. For some reason, we're attracted to what we can't have. Mm-hmm. And and we're attracted to messy. Yeah. And of course, I've been there. You've yeah. been there. We've all mm-hmm. been there. Yeah. But then you, for me and a lot of people, you come across the next person who's so much better. And then you realize what, like, you're almost like, how could I not see this before? Right. And it's hard because you're not there and you didn't meet the next person yet. But like, yeah. you will. You just have to have faith. And you also have to, like, I am... Guys, after my relationship, like I was so dependent on my ex and I thought like I literally everything I did in my life was for him. Right. Like the money I made, which was nothing, I was like, oh, let me get this for him because I know he's been wanting it. Let me go to this park and like set up this picnic because I think that like he would love it. Like literally everything in my life was dedicated to this person. And then them feel good when they're not making you feel good. Exactly. And so now I feel like through that process, I'm so grateful for it. And I'm so grateful for the length of that relationship, even though it was a disaster for so many parts of it. But like it really has shown me, and now I've been single for four years, has shown me that I am 100% okay on my own. And anyone who does not even give me the time of day does not deserve any part of me. For some reason, girls are stupid too. Girls (laughs) are so stupid. That like if we do enough things to make that person happy, that they're going to finally make us happy. No. And that is just not how right. it works. It's not how it works. Yeah. Like you need to be so happy on your own. And I don't know, there's like power in that, you know, like there's kind of a sense of relief too. Like when something, I mean, guys, I've been ghosted by plenty of men mm-hmm. or I've like gone out on dates and just like haven't heard back from someone. Yeah, I'm like, like what wow. the hell? Yeah, even just to be considerate enough to like answer yeah just an answer and my friends like all beautiful all smart all it just incredible women like time and time again i see them just you know not getting that like closure or they're just left on red or whatever you want to you know call it and it's like what the hell but you have to know that you're going to be okay yeah and you have to yeah you literally have to believe that yourself and do not let any of these situations that are messy like rule your life yeah definitely the importance of understanding each other's love languages which i just learned yeah was a thing yeah and it's so cool to know love languages we talked about this a little bit but yeah we did um love languages are so important i actually have to take my test because i took it i think i don't know a couple while ago a couple while ago me and pat took ours and i already knew what they were gonna be Mm -hmm. and they were just so spot on and were basically very opposite in that way yeah but it's good to know because like i almost like now go out of my way to do things that he wants even if i don't and like he does the same thing so it's just like important it's I so mean, important. I don't I don't believe in like but it, it's it's also so important for understanding. So like let's say his right. is physical touch and to you you hate physical touch, right? Which is true. <laughs> okay, here perfect. Perfect. I'm so glad. Great. <laughs> but like him putting his arm on you, it could bother you or you could think like, oh "My god, why do you just always feel the need to touch me? Mm-hmm. Like can you not? Like I'm not an object, right? right. You I don't know sometimes. Right. You or have these I thoughts. have another perspective now. 
But now you're like, oh, this is him showing his love. Yeah. Or sometimes I'm like, oh, shoot, I haven't, you know, held his hand or gave him a, a done something in a while. Yeah. Maybe. And now he's like kind of showing me that he's like without needing that. Even, right. Without yeah. even like thinking. Like yeah. he doesn't intentionally say, let me put my arm to on Jules. Yeah, yeah. To bother you or to show her that I love her. Yeah. It's like a subconscious it's thing. almost for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's They're good important. on it's important for both sides, yeah. It's just cool to know. It's it is not hundred cool percent like needed, but yeah. if you no, I think it is very needed. I think it's helpful in any relationship. Yeah. Uh, breakup advice. I wanted to marry him. Yeah, there's a lot of these that are uh, breakup, like saying you needed space. I want to get back together, etc. We can put that all into one yeah. category. Well, the breakup advice. I wanted to marry him. I totally feel you on this. I mean, I wanted to marry my ex, and I thought I was going to, um, and yeah. I also like, I just want to say like, I, I talk about my ex and I mean, like I just in the past year, I feel like I am 100% okay. Yeah. Um. So what, that took two and a half, almost three years yeah, to really, time. you know, get to where I am mentally about all this and emotionally. So yeah, I mean, I cried time and time again and like not to say that I never think about him because I do, but it's a different kind of thought process it's like a detached and i can almost like value what i've learned i just think it depends too on what happened you know like if this person cheated on you yeah girl move on but like if it was like that's not easy no i know but if it was like it's way harder if he's like listen or she's like i just you know i want to meet other people or like i love you but i don't think this is right you know like they're such a good person and then you're like I want to marry you. And for some reason, there's like a blockage here. Yeah. You see, I, but I disagree with that because I feel like in my last relationship, if he had just told me like, I don't love you and I want to be with other women or someone else, it would have hurt so bad, but I feel like I would have been able to be like, okay, then you are not my person. Right, right. That's true. You know what I mean? But like the cheating, it was like, I, you're telling me that I am your person and then you're doing this. Yeah. So like, I, I mean, both sides yeah. are awful. But I think I, you have to think about if you wanted to marry that person and they don't, then they're not your person. They're not your, and you just have to have faith. You have to, you have, to have trust. Too. Yeah. And like, you know, if you believe in God or if you pray, just like dive into that and really just focus on trusting that there is someone else and that, you know, everything happens for a reason and this might be your time to shift your focus on something right, totally exactly. different. And really focus on yourself and like yeah. look inward and think. Your career, your job, your yeah. family, like yourself, anything else. Your own happiness, your own hobbies, yeah. like things that truly make you happy. So yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's what we would say. Oh, this one's good. How do you know when you found the one? Mm. I think that's just, Everything is so based on the circumstance. It's so different. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, for me, I feel like right – I literally can – like I never thought I would say this, but I feel like the moment I met Pat, I was like, this is different. And I was just like – I was like, this one is nothing – he's nothing like anyone else I've ever dated. Yeah. And I got a weird feeling where I was just like, I feel like I'm going to marry you. Like I've just – I was like, I almost I like want to tell you that like we're going to get married one day, but like obviously I didn't do that because <laughs> weird. Definitely do not do no. that on the first date. <laughs> and then I just had like 
I was almost in like a lot of like heart pain for the first year that we were doing distance, which yeah. sucked because I was like, I felt like I already loved this guy yeah. and I almost, it was just hard. It's so, so for hard. me, it was like an overwhelming, oh mm-hmm. my God, I love you. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's the case for everyone. Well, I mean, I had a very, I, in my last relationship, it was the first day I came home and I told my best friend, I was in college, I told my best friend, I said, that man is going to be on the altar. Like, mm-hmm. that is it. And obviously, that's not the case. Yeah. And that is not my person. But it just goes to show that, like, I had that feeling that I found the one. Yeah. And you had that mm-hmm. feeling that you found the one. Right. And, and now we're worked both. Out and yours didn't. Exactly. So I don't know. I think that it depends on where you are in life and the type of person you are. The type, of, like, I am so different now. I was yeah. thinking about this the other day. I'm like, I'm not different. And then I'm like, holy shit, Viv, like, you are so. Yeah different than the person you were five years ago or there's sorry also even stories longer about like you know f- people that have been friends forever and they're like i would never date that person and then like all of a sudden like 10 years later they right. wake up and they're like wait a second right you're my person yeah so i just think it's like that can happen when then and you're not even realizing it yeah i think i think the but number also one not settling yeah right you know definitely not settling. you don't want to be like oh maybe this is it because I haven't met anyone. Like that's also that's no. not it. That's when I say you're you're better alone, right? Then I don't know. Don't want to Yeah, but some people might be like, I don't want to be alone for the I rest know. of my life. <laughs> well, yeah. Nah, it's so hard. It's hard. <laughs> not, well, you don't know. We it's don't so know hard. the answer. I think though that what we would say is don't also focus and go like gung ho on finding the one. Yeah. You know, just like enjoy the relationships that come to you and. There's so many positives from even if they don't work out, there's so many things that you can learn from relationships. And I think having that shift in your mindset um, can really help you like whether you're in a really shitty relationship or if you're kind of so-so or whatever. But I think what Pat said too is also helpful, like saying that like if you're in a relationship and you're trying to figure out if like this is the person you want to marry and like you're not sure, Mm -hmm. you can also like take a break from that. And like if you feel like that was the one, maybe you'll have a different feeling, you know, or like move or like just do something else in the relationship and then you'll realize, okay, I want this or I don't need and want this anymore. I think it's like. It's so true. Oh man, these are hard. Yeah, they're hard. Um, Tips to help move on from a breakup. Well, my number one thing would be to like literally sit and sulk. And I know that sometimes the number one reaction, especially coming from your friends, is like, let's go out. Let's get you dolled up. Let's get you, you know, in front of, you know, the bar and let's get drinks and let's just have a crazy, amazing time. Eventually, yes. But like if you and I'm I'm pretty much talking from my personal experience because I I just decided, you know what, that's it. Like, I'm going to cry my eyes out for four months. And that's what I wanted to do. That's what I felt. And I allowed myself that. And I think that that's why I've had such a healthy... And I also went to therapy, um, which 100%, like, if you don't ever think that therapy is, like, I don't even want to say it, like, for losers. You know what I mean? Like, therapy is so healthy and so needed but yeah let yourself sit and sulk and really focus on doing the things that make you happy and like don't listen to like what everyone's saying on the outside because no one knows 
your what your relationship was right so no one knows how you're feeling so right. people can't tell you that you shouldn't be feeling this way yeah. or you should be doing this to get over that person yeah. like no you do what you feel like you need to do and time yeah time i remember even my sister was like i don't understand like you know like Vivi, like, you're so much better off without him. Like, come on. Like, just, you know, like... like snap out of it. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I am so mad. And I and I communicated this to her. And I was like, you know what makes me mad about how you're approaching this is that you're saying these things and it's making me almost defend him. And I don't want yeah. to defend him. Yeah. You just but like feel what you're feeling. The approach of like, just get out of it, get over it. Like he's, you know, not, he doesn't, he's not worth any of your time yeah. made me, it's like, no, but I need the time. Yeah. And so if to you're be better in the long right. run. And like, I want, I need to cry over him, even though yeah. I don't want to, because I hate him. Yeah. But, um, so definitely like really put yourself far away from everyone if that's how you're feeling and really don't expect it to just happen overnight it doesn't happen overnight years do you believe in compatibility issues or is it just compromise that needs to happen i like mean you're not meant uh, oh that's hard i mean yeah it's it's Both. how much you're willing to compromise yeah. on what's compatible or not compatible you know right. like it depends. if what you're not compatible on is so detrimental and like absolutely no you're not willing to sacrifice right, that right, right. then yeah, yeah that's not your person but if it's something small that you're not compatible on and you yeah. think that a compromise could solve it and you're willing to then yeah i think they kind of like go hand in hand in a way you know i think it depends on the people like for example pat and i have totally different religions yeah exactly um, but we're both willing to like not first of all it's not going to be a deal breaker for us because like we don't want that to be right but there are cases where that is for people yeah but for us we just decided that we are gonna like do both and we are gonna make it work and we're not even like that's fully the, sure where how but that's the perfect example yeah deep so. like for some people religion would not even be something that's if if it's not compatible to the other person that's not something that they're even willing to compromise on right and then that's that and then that's that yeah so you have to figure out and that's when i really think that you don't um, change your ways if like you're really 100% certain about how you feel about something. Yeah. Um, Ooh, this one's good. Any advice on how to not think about a partner's past? That is wow. a good one. That's, I did that for a long time. Oh, with Pat? Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're listening, <laughs> but yeah, Pat had a girlfriend that I knew. Oh. We went to, we all went to the same high school. So I knew who she was um, and she was really good friends with my brother. And mm -hmm. this is before I even knew Pat. Mm -hmm. So, and my friends would always kind of, we knew who he was and we're like, oh, they're so cute together. Mm -hmm. Like we kind of like knew his relationship, yeah. which is weird. Yeah. And like thought it was like a great relationship. Yeah. And then years passed, blah, blah, blah happened, whatever. And then, so when I got into it, I was like, how am I going to be the yeah. best for yeah. him when I already thought that he had an amazing relationship and I almost was right. like, this is cute. Yeah. So it was hard. Um, it definitely just took – it took a while. It took, like, trust. And I think I eventually asked him about it and, like, figured out what happened and yeah. kind of, like, talked through that so that I 
was aware of what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. I Well, I think that's like the thing is that you have to realize and you have to trust that that person, your partner is now with you for reasons, you know, yeah, that like that, that relationship just didn't work out. It didn't work out. And, and if, I mean, if you're having doubts because you think that that person is like thinking about their past relationships right. and missing it. Okay. That's a that's whole different. entire different story. But if you and your partner are in a great place and it's just something that you think about, this is us just telling you and reassuring you that person is with you for many, many reasons that he wasn't with and no longer with that other person. You and know what I mean? You have to understand that people love more than one person. Yeah. And that's just it. And in different ways. And your love is totally different than what their love was. Yeah. So you just have to almost understand and accept that like, that's just life. Yeah. But yeah, in terms of like, you think they're thinking about their ex confront that person <laughs> confront them yeah just have a, co- a conversation but hopefully yeah. um the dm was about you know just yeah being meh okay. okay this one says lack of sexual desire in a relationship and that i say uh, i have a lot of, i have a lot of thoughts <sighs> number one why but it's okay <laughs> oh my god these are these are i have so many thoughts yeah me too I think sexual desire comes in waves, especially for women. And as the relationship proceeds, it yes. comes in waves. So is it something that is totally eliminated just, you know, for the time being? Or is it something that has been el- eliminated for now like months, almost like a year? So it's kind of hard for us to give the advice on this because we don't really know the circumstance. But let's just give theoretical. Well, I have. I mean, this happened to me at some okay. point. I had an, an ex and first of all, at the time, I like I have to say, I was on anxiety medication. Mm. I think that had a factor in 100%. like that. Also birth control. Right. Whoop. Sexual so desire goes down. Check, like, you know, that could be an issue. And then I think I wasn't as in love with the person yep. by the end of the day as he was with me. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I kind of just like went with it. But then looking back now, I'm like, that definitely had a factor. I wasn't where he was. And I can also talk to that in my last relationship. My trust wasn't 100% there. And so therefore, I was so hesitant to be sexual because I was always having these thoughts of what is he doing? Yeah, it turns you off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, So also, like sex is super important. Yeah. But in terms of like a really long-term relationship, I would—I mean, it's up there as like whatever. It's super yeah. important, but it's also not everything. It is not everything. It's not going to get you the relationship. Absolutely not. So. There are so many layers that and so many things that come before actual being sexually. Yeah. Like the attraction is someone. first, but it's not all about that. It's not at all. You can have a relationship and not have sex and yeah. still have the most beautiful relationship. Yeah. But if you're <laughs> if you're saying this, no, I'm just saying this person is DMing lack of sexual desire in a relationship. So you gotta get deep. Yeah, you have to really look inward and ask yourself, what is it? I mean, I think at the end of the day, you know the reason why. Right. Even it's hard to admit. It's hard to it's admit. Either you're not there. Right. They're not there. He's making or they're making you feel some type of way mm-hmm. that's withholding you from, you know, having that sexual desire. Or maybe it's like something simple as a medication that you're taking that's maybe putting your body off yeah. balance, which or, has happened to me. Or maybe it's the stress of the quarantine right. or whatever. Like, have you ever been so stressed and that's the last thing you want to do? Right, right. 
people just take it differently. Exactly. You have to really think about it. But I think that since you already wrote it, you kind of know Mm -hmm. the answer to it. I think that's something too, is that with all these um, submissions, I think we all know as women and as individuals, we all know what the right answer is. Yeah. Like deep, 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 deep down. down. Your gut. Your gut (laughs) knows the answer. And it's something that maybe hopefully will help like kind of bring up a little closer to the surface. I don't think, you know, this episode is not to give you the answers. It's just to talk things through. We're not just what we think. But maybe to bring things a little closer to the surface that will help you kind of be like, oh man, like, yeah, you're right. Like I, I definitely have to, or like, no, I do not feel that way. Okay. So like, I'm good, you know? Yeah. This one, um, this is a longer one, Okay, but it kind of goes into what we were just talking about. Okay. She said, basically I dated my best friend for 4.5 years and we recently broke up due to lack of emotional and physical connection. We get along so well, but it was almost like a glorified friendship. And I felt like I was settling in other areas of the relationship. Now I'm second guessing my decision because all you hear is, quote, marry your best friend. And I think I may have set my standards too high. P.S. Love you both. Love the pod. Automatically, my first thought is you had a gut feeling that this wasn't really what you wanted in the end. And now you're kind of listening to what your friends are saying about, you know, it was perfect. You guys are perfect together. And it's like, well, you had a feeling that you weren't for some reason. Like maybe there's something else out there you're looking for. Right. Then well, I think I mean, you have to see that well, out. Well, she says broke up due to a lack of emotional and physical connection. And I mean, those are the two most important things. Like, yeah. yeah, that could be your best friend. But at the end of the day, I'm not really, you know, I'm not really 100% certain that marrying your best friend is the only type of marriage no. or partner. Like, no. I am definitely, I love when people marry their best friends. If but it works for them. If it works for them. But for me, I'm not necessarily sure that, I'm like, I love that for the people who who have that. But yeah. I also love the people who are so passionate. And, you know, I think you have to find a friend in your person. Yeah. They become your best friend. They become your best friend. But I'm not sure that like, you know, the person to be marry your best friend. Right. Like your actual physical yeah. best friend that you've had for five years then turns into your partner. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could work and it could not work. Yeah. So it's not it's not 100%. But the fact that you broke up due to those you know lack of the emotional and physical connection those are those are huge things in a relationship that should be strong yeah yeah i mean i think it's just accepting it and and don't go back because that's only going to make things messy and really trust your gut yeah um this one says should i be concerned if a guy says he's not ready to get into a relationship right now well i think you should listen to him just yeah. And don't get into a relationship. What did she say? Should I be what? Should I be concerned mm-hmm. if a guy says he's not ready to get into a relationship right now? I no. think this is kind no. of what we went back to. Uh, like, appreciate the fact that he's being honest. Mm-hmm. He's literally telling you not that right he now. doesn't want to be in a relationship. That means that he can't give you what he wants or yeah. what you want. He can't give you take the honesty first. Because- take the honesty and and then you know either clean cut, give it yeah. done or wait see yeah what happens. exactly but again what is meant for you will come and just know that you are 100 percent okay to be alone yeah <laughs> okay this one is about a friendship kind of breakup or 
trouble. It says, I have a close friend group of five, but one girl continuously puts me down and outcasts me from the rest. I guess the problem is figuring out how to do what's best for me, which I know would be to cut out our relationship But to do that without ending the friend group that has existed since childhood and involves my closest friends, I have a hard time putting myself first. I guess it's because I don't want anyone to be affected by my problems or because I'm low-key scared that they will think I'm being selfish. Just trying to find the courage to bite the bullet and focus on myself and not to worry about others in this situation. Yeah. That's hard. I feel like your gut is telling you something, but I also think the first thing that you like could do is actually just confront that person. Yeah. And like find out why that's happening because if you really don't want to lose those relationships, then like talking about it is the best thing you can do. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, they come to terms and yeah, Yeah. and then you can like walk through it and figure it out versus just like cutting it off. Yeah. Unless you've done that already. I'm 100% with you on that. Definitely talking to that one specific girl, just you and her. And then, you know, if she is not willing to see your point of view or like change her ways or just be a little more inviting or accepting then you've done what you can right and then from there i would say if it doesn't resolve well just distant yourself from that girl and maybe see your other friends it doesn't have to be like cutting, cutting it yeah. yeah it could be like you're not going to rely on these people so much to be your so-called best friends. right you can still have them just don't have the expectation that it's going to be what you think it's going to be yeah But I think number one would be talking to that girl and letting her know that you're her and that you feel this way, isolated. And letting the group know. Yeah. Too. Like you can say. I would talk to the girl first. Yeah, first. But like just being open about what's going on. Maybe they don't even know. Yeah. Uh, box was too tiny. My best friends just moved into an apartment together in the city and I live in a different city for work, six hours away with no close friends. Yet, how do I make those at 24? LOL, that's a whole other cue. Oh, okay. I'm so happy for them because it's an exciting move, but I can't help but feel left out and like I'm missing so much. I feel like they don't talk to me and FaceTime me as much because they're always together doing stuff together. I want to be thrilled for them, but they're so happy at the at this point in their lives, but it's hard to not feel salty bitter when I feel like I'm being left behind and not as happy about where I'm at. Sorry, this was long. You two are the best. Well, At first, I just want to say, I think we can relate. I think we've had friends that felt the same. I've felt the same about other friends. Like, I think you're definitely not alone with how you feel. No, this happens all the time. It happens all the time. At the end of the day, I think you have to know that your two friends that are now living with each other are not intentionally leaving you out. Um, It's just the distance. You're six hours away. The times are different. You know, quarantine. People are together under the same roof doing things constantly Mm -hmm. 24 hours a day. So I, I don't think... I really truly don't believe that these girls are doing anything with malicious intent or trying to put it in your face. If you feel that way, you're a hundred percent okay, and I f- and I totally get how um, you know you don't want to be salty and bitter, but that's a natural feeling. Yeah. It's okay to feel like that. What are I you think, gonna say? Yeah. Well, I think like talking to them about it because like the way I look at it, this happens with a lot of my friends too. Like I, a lot of my friends live where I grew up, and I decided to move to New York and like make that decision for myself, and it. It just made relationships different and it's because – and then at the end of the day, I have to look at it like 
they're not going to reach out to you and make sure that you're necessarily doing okay all the time because they're fine. Right. And it's like you have made the move to do something for yourself in a separate place. And that's amazing. Yeah. But you kind of have to make sure that like, even if it feels like you're reaching out more and you're doing those things, it's almost like that, not like it's your job or your role, but I think that's okay because you're in a different spot and they're not in that spot. Yeah. So I think just talking to them and not feeling bitter that like you have to put in a little more work because you do. Yeah. Right. And, and I think just like naturally the days fly by and I like, I again, just really don't think that they're like, oh, we're not going to call her today. We're not going to FaceTime her. It's just that we always talk about how hard it is to stay in touch with everyone you know. That's another thing. Like if you're fresh out of college or a couple of years out of college, things are so different. You were with those people all the time and you were, you know, constantly coming home from breaks and then seeing your hometown friends and like life just changes life changes and making the effort to continue friendships between distance and everything it takes work and it takes time and there's a learning curve of how to navigate that we're still trying to figure it out i'm like oh my god i haven't talked to you know x x x before oh my god oh no way it's been three months and i didn't send you a freaking text yet like what like i get down and upset with myself and so I just think that it's it's about it's a part about life. It's part about growing. But I'm sure it's hard to make friends now while you're literally quarantined. Yeah. But this is just a different focus right now. So you have to. Yeah. Be happy for them. I'm happy that you are happy for them. And yeah, again, you're like doing it the right way. You're definitely doing it the right way. Put in effort. Ask, you know, ask them to FaceTime. And hopefully then like things will just keep going kind of you know if you facetime them once every two to three days check in maybe then they'll facetime you or yeah, like send and tell them, them a text. that you feel that way like yeah. say you want them to reach out there's nothing right. wrong with that you can simply say like i miss you guys like facetime me once in a while yeah. too you know like that just something simple it doesn't have to be passive aggressive because that's when oh things go wrong right definitely do not be passive just you know even though that's really hard it is it we is really it. hard but yeah but something it's... that yeah mm. just it, it'll all work out and don't be afraid to talk to them all right well that was a lot wow that was a lot we just want to say feelings yeah, right now. <laughs> we just want to say that uh there are so many other messages that we really want to get through but we'll yeah. be chatting for three hours yeah. and i don't know if you guys want to listen to that for three hours but what we can do is do a bonus episode answering yeah we'll do this again a handful yeah there's always more. So, you know, if you have any other situations, friendship, relationship, advice that you kind of just want us to talk about and give as much insight as we can, um, then definitely keep yeah. sending those through. Love that for you. And we'll, we'll do a bonus there. episode of, of a couple more. So, but yeah, relationships are hard. I think number one is communication. I know yeah. I've said that repeatedly, but it's so important to communicate. Yeah. Between in any relationship. In any, between friends, between. Parents, yeah. everything. Oh, parents. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> love you, mom. Oh, I need to get better with guys. communicating with my yeah. with my parents. All right. Well, that's it for now. That is it for now. We'll be back with tons more juicy topics. Yes. <laughs> we love you guys and we hope you continue having a great day, rest of the week, morning, night, wherever you are in the world. And, and we'll see you soon. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.